is totally irresponsible parenting. Not according to the internet. Where on the internet? Dex, it's time for your bath. But I miss my show. Don't argue with me, young man. Just do it. This is our dad. I'm the professor. Yeah, he made us in his laboratory by accident. Don't worry, professor. I was an accident, too. You're my children, and I love you. But you're all terrible. see elephants when they're hiding in trees i don't know dude they're from somebody because they're really good at hiding in trees <laughs> um why do elephants t paint their testicles red i don't know because they can so they can hide in cherry trees <laughs> oh god what's the uh worst sound you could hear in the forest something about cherries a giraffe eating cherry or eating from a cherry tree. <laughs> and boom, the photos being sent. Oh dear lord. Oh oh Harper. He's a little target employee. I have oh my gosh. Been, I have been looking everywhere for this costume for a month. It's amazing. But yeah. No, I love it. She hates it. I love it. <laughs> also, uh, I don't know if you guys saw that Target has all this like Lego Target crossover stuff, like hoodies and dog toys and like all this oh, other yeah. stuff. Uh, Pepper and I have matching hoodies. I can't go into Target. I would come home with everything. No, my boss, uh, he. <laughs> so they had this. I think we still have it because they sent us so many of them. They are uh, snowman accessories. So, like, they're human-sized Lego pieces that you could put on snowmen. That's cool. Um, I would use those. Well, and he bought it, and he bought two of them, and he brought, like, this huge bag of stuff. He's a huge Lego collector. He brought back these bags of stuff, and I was like, oh, wow, Adam, you just really went for it, didn't you? He's like, what do you mean? I was like, I mean... You bought the top, the most expensive thing we have out there that's not clothing. And he goes, really? What did I buy? And I was like, the snowman kit? And he's like, oh my god, how much were they? And I was like... You didn't even, like... You, you didn't look at the price? And he goes, <laughs> no, I just put them on the credit card. Oh, price be damned! Like, I was like, they're $30 <laughs> a piece. And he goes, this is why my wife takes my money from me. I did at the time. I go, I go get groceries. And my mom like, how much was that? And I was like, I don't know. I didn't look at it. Just, we needed it. I got it. I don't know how much it was. I have to show you. Uh, Jay got his first. Jay got his first record from the record store. Ooh. Oh no, James! Jay. You're flipping in and out. Ooh. Oh, that's cool. Excellent choice. Yeah. Oh, he he loves two it. turntables and a microphone. He almost bought some today. At a, yeah, at Guitar Center. Right. Anyway, we got a new marshmallow to talk about. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Joinks. <laughs> All right, should we get started? James, okay. you start us off this time. Forgot how we start. <laughs> At the start, usually it's like this. What are we doing? I don't know. 
Okay, I'll start. Do you need me to start? Yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, hims, hers, the, theys, and thems, and all in-betweens, welcome to another episode of Geek Parenting Podcast. It's been a while. Yay! I think we're all still dealing with COVID crap and mental health and all of that fun stuff. Sheena is not with us tonight because she is recovering from surgery, so get well soon. Sheena, we love you. And uh, we hope to have you back soon. But anyway, I am Dr. Sarah. You can find me, of course, here on Geek Parenting Podcast. I am also on TikTok as another mom mess, as well as Instagram. Not on Facebook much anymore. I'm, I'm occasionally there just to check. To check uh, I can't even talk tonight. To check and see what everybody's up to. But otherwise, uh, that's where you can find me. And to my un well, below, I don't know where you are on everybody else's screen, but internet down. I've got James, Mr. James Estrada. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's me, James, a.k.a. or formerly known as Nerdy at Home Dad. I'm not really an at-home dad anymore, uh, seeing that I work 3 a.m. to 12.30 a.m. every day. Uh, thank you, capitalism uh, and the holidays. Uh, you can, I still like, my Twitter is still Nerdy at Home Dad. Uh, my Instagram is uh, Samaj Adarze, which is my name backwards. Uh, it's also my Twitch. No, my Twitch is Nerdy at Home Dad. I think you should keep Nerdy at Home Dad. I mean, even though you're not an at-home dad, you're still... Yeah, it, it just takes too long to switch everything over. Yeah, never really um, use that. That's... Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, just getting back into the swing of things. Uh, to. Yeah, excited for next year and excited for all the Marvel stuff that's happening oh my right God. now. It's going to be another good year for Marvel. Yeah, and Star Wars. I mean, we have Book of Boba Fett in 11 Christ. days. Oh, oh crap. I, I binge watched, I was telling Johnny, I binge watched the entire second season of The Witcher 2, yes, or The Witcher season 2 yesterday. Started at work and then finished after Lily went to bed. I just flew right through it because it's so good. Like, it's paced so well. So highly See, and I haven't, I haven't even watched the first season yet. Oh, the first season is kind of um, slow. But, like, I, I really didn't get into the Witcher games. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I played the third one a little bit. Um, he and I told and I'm really excited for everybody who's big fans of it. It just, uh, the game just didn't do anything for me. Henry Cavill's a nerd. I mean, he's a yeah. fellow nerd. You got to support Well, him. and I love everything he's doing to promote it. Like, I don't know if you yeah. saw the videos of him, like, showing off his sword skills and all that I stuff. See, like, I haven't seen those. I've yeah, seen I know. him on, like, the Graham Norton show where he's talking about painting, painting Warhammer minis and correcting yeah. Graham Norton about, you know, there, no, it's not World of Warcraft, it's Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. Uh, but yeah, so to my podcast, uh, to the two people right to me, is our third co-host tonight, our uh, person hiding in the bushes most of the time. I haven't seen him in my bushes lately, which makes me sad. Aww. I mean, I'm guessing he's there. But... Well, the bushes are kind of snowy and cold right now. Yeah. If you're cold, they're cold. <laughs> <laughs> and by they, I mean me. I'm Johnny. You can find me where you can find me. I don't do anything. Anyway, <laughs> before we get started, we need to warn you guys, we are going to be talking in depth about Spider-Man No Way Home tonight. So if you have not seen the movie, pause it here, go watch it and come back when you're done because there's a lot in this movie to, to take in and we are going to talk about as much as we can. 
and I'm trying to like remember everything because there was so much in this movie. But let's get started. What do you get? What are you guys original? Original. <laughs> what are your thoughts about the movie as a whole? Just kind of jumping into it as we get started. I think for me, uh, and this has been thrown around a lot by a lot of people that I know, best Spider-Man movie. Absolutely. Um, besides Into the Spider-Verse, I think best live-action Spider-Man movie. That's what I rank. Um, we were talking about rankings yesterday. I said Into the you know Into the Multiverse or Into the Spider-Verse is number one still for me, and then this one is close second, right behind. Um, but I just I think they did a lot of things right in it. I think that this hit an emotional level that the other two haven't done uh that spy like peter hasn't faced the stuff that he's had to face in these two or uh, in the last two movies or even you know end game uh civil war and any I, of those and i saw a, a tiktok earlier of another tiktok tiktoker who was talking about it. he said really all three movies like this was his origin story all three like the third movie is when he be- actually becomes spider-man yeah this is when he has that pivotal moment that he's actually like okay i have to make sacrifices to do this thing and to do it right right let's start at the beginning of course j jonah jameson our favorite person to not like (laughs) (laughs) even though we love what's his name who plays jk simmons jk simmons is an absolute he's perfect as j jonah jameson so of course we have him outing him uh, and commissioner gordon and commissioner gordon that's right (laughs) multiverse (laughs) um but we see him outing peter parker again like we stopped in the original uh in the second end of the second movie peter's been accused of murdering mysterio and so he's kind of going through this process of trying to clear himself the feds are coming to get him at his aunt's uh, you know at his aunt's apartment and it's just a big mess all around did you guys notice what we saw as they were swinging though through the city big yellow sign rogers the musical oh they had that i was wondering like everything was going too fast for me to see so this is the thing that i was wondering though and we'll talk about this a little bit later because we'll probably talk about hawkeye i was wondering where the timeline sits with this like so the is this happening the, the beginning the same of the time is before and then when it's christmas time is when hawkeye is taking place okay um well and the funny thing is the talking about J. Jonah jameson my favorite thing about this is how they essentially just say he's Alex Jones. He is. It was not subtle. No, like going from like how his studio looks to the uh, Daily oh, Bugle I, I supplements. Just, as, soon as, the, as soon as he came sh- out, I was like, "Break the fucking frogs game!" Yeah, no, just, like, honestly, as soon as he came out, I'm like, "Oh my god, they are like modeling this on Alex Jones." Oh yeah, no. <laughs> But like, I think that the interesting thing though is uh, they do something. So Alex Jones, of course, is the Infowars guy. If you don't know, he has said that his internet videos are just him playing a character. But the funny thing is, J.K. Simmons did a better job playing the character of Alex Jones <laughs> than Alex Jones has ever done. Um, I'm not surprised. See, He's a great actor. Yeah. Well, you see so much emotional range from him. Uh, when he's like outing Peter Parker as Spider-Man all the way up to when he's, you know, reporting about the fight scene between Peter and, uh, you know, all the bad guys from the other universes at Happy's apartment. You see a level of depth that 
a real person hasn't been able to do for themselves. <laughs> and I loved it. I loved every second of J.K. Simmons in this movie. Agreed. Yeah. Um, so, of course, Peter's in trouble. He needs a lawyer. Who do they call in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Oh, my God. She-Hulk. Yeah, no. Yes. Nice try. As soon as that <laughs> cane came down, I was like, motherfucker, I need Oh, I was so excited to see Charlie Cox. Well, and the funny thing is, like, because, like, looking at the trailer, like, watching the trailer, I watched it again after watching the movie, and the scene that everybody's like, oh, no, it's it's in the police department when you see Charlie Cox. It's like, no, he, he's in never apartment. in the police department. He, yeah, it's the apartment. And uh, I just, I laughed so hard because it's like, yeah, no. Like all these reports are just people being on set. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. The scenes that you're seeing aren't going to be the scenes that these people show up in. Mm-hmm. Um, I ugh, I was so excited. Me too. Uh, Especially after Hawkeye, right before we saw this. Yeah, yeah. That was that was kind of the tell-all, and I don't want to. Sh- Johnny hasn't seen it yet. So we can talk about it if Johnny's okay with that. But I also oh, don't my. want him to like. The well. So have you watched any of Hawkeye? So they refer to somebody as the big guy throughout the first five episodes. There's even a Fat Man auto repair. Yeah. And then the this last the fifth episode, the very last part of the fifth episode, they show the big guy. And it is Vincent D'Onofrio in his white suit. Oh shit. In all of his kingpin glory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I lost my goddamn mind. See, I had already had so a theory. Cool. I had already had a theory that we were gonna see him in that episode. I was like, either we're gonna see him at the end or he's gonna be in like an end credit scene, like we're gonna see Kingpin, and then I guarantee we're gonna see Charlie Cox as Daredevil. Yeah. Because Kevin Feige said it. He's like, if you're if you're gonna if we're gonna do Daredevil, you're gonna see Matt Murdock, it's gonna be Charlie Cox. So I mean he already like, <sighs> had confirmed it yeah. for everybody. So this is what I'm excited about, though. Yeah, that makes me want to watch it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this has nothing to do with Spider-Man, but the fact that they have just said, they have just greenlit the whole the Netflix universe is part of the MCU, mm-hmm. yeah. which is a debate that everybody's been having on Twitter for the last mm-hmm. four years since they took the Netflix shows off the table um like everybody's like oh well no they're not part of the mcu anymore and it's like no they are they will always be part of it it's like well they just hint to stuff here and there it's like they have a plan like Mm -hmm. that's why they bought fox that's why they have a major stake in hulu oh it's it's very evident after watching what if and then watching this movie they know what they're doing and they know exactly where they're going Mm. oh yeah yeah um but no i love my one of my favorite scenes though was when that brick comes flying through the window and he just catches it. Now, How like, did you do that? But did you see Peter? <laughs> what Peter was? Peter like like his his Peter tingle. Yeah, <laughs> picked it up like he was gonna catch it too. How how did you do that? I'm I'm a really good lawyer. <laughs> 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 but and I think that's the the nice thing about this movie too is like you know. You got comedy in Marvel movies, especially like when you have a Taika Waititi Thor movie, like you have a lot of comedy in it. I think this movie was so organically comical, um, especially when you got, you know, the three Spider-Men in there. Um, Not just that though. I mean, it was comical, but the range that we yeah. saw from uh, there we go that's a big reveal all three of them are in it like we all kind of figured they would be 
but the range from Toby being the, uh, you know, the cool youth pastor <laughs> to Andrew, to Andrew's really pivotal emotional moment, which we will talk about when we get there. Right. Yeah. Um, but the range from all of them, like, like Tom Holland, again, in his pivotal scene, like I was a mess. Well, and I think, I think the interesting thing though, is like, you see it from the beginning when, well, not even like close, like probably 20 minutes in when he first goes in to see Dr. Strange, mm -hmm. um, you know, you see that, you know, everybody thinks that he's growing up really fast. I mean, Do Dr. Strange tells him to call him Steven yeah. and, like, you know, that's something that people see in the trailer anyway, but, um, you know, it's one of those things that he's gained this respect from people that most 17 year olds won't get and uh you know it's just amazing to see that growth in three well i guess what is it six movies now because yeah. from civil war to now there's been six things that spider-man's been in mm -hmm. um not counting the what if episodes which did you guys catch the uh zombie hunter easter oh, egg yeah. mm -hmm. with the cape, cape going over peter's shoulders yeah. yep oh, absolutely but um just seeing that emotional growth too when he realizes like what has to happen he's like because you could see he's uneasy about everything yeah you could see that like when and he starts go ahead finish when he starts uh coming up against uh you know, the bad guys, you could see that he's having this conflict once he realizes, oh, these guys all die. Like, you see that internal conflict, like, I don't want people to die. And that's the thing, Peter Parker, this Peter Parker, the MCU Peter Parker, has never killed anybody. Like, ever. Like, he hasn't killed anybody. And, yeah. uh, you know, you see it in Spider-Man 1 with Tobey Maguire. He doesn't kill the guy who kills Uncle Ben, but he doesn't save him. Uh, he, uh, Andrew Garfield, uh, he, you know, doesn't mean to kill somebody, but he kills somebody. Yeah. Um, they address that in this too. Yeah, yeah. but really cool. Tom Holland's Spider-Man hasn't had to have to do that yet, or he hasn't come across a point where that's happened yet. And so you see how he reacts in that situation. You see that he's reacting like not just uh, a humanitarian, but you can see he's getting a lot of May in there. A lot of, you know, mm -hmm. we we help people. That's what Feast is about. Mm -hmm. That's what all this is about. We're always helping people. And what I love is if you've played the Spider-Man uh, video game. games, there's a lot of May in Feast. And there's, you know, yep. that's just what she does. She helps everybody. Mm -hmm. And I love that they brought that out a lot more in this movie. Because yeah. you got a little bit of it in uh, Far From Home when she's like doing feast fundraisers and stuff. But this, you kind of get a real sense of what she does for feast. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no. I love we, it. Know, we know Peter goes to Doctor Strange. Peter keeps wanting to change the spell and I think he changes it like five times? Six. He, he does no, five. Like five. Five. Um, so it's changed five times, and of course the spell goes twonky. Um, Strange tries to trap the spell, and then of course shenanigans ensue, and villains from the other Spidey verses start to appear. Um, Which I will mention though too, if you haven't watched What If, who you need to watch it because 
Uh, just everything that Doctor Strange does in this movie, he does in What If. In that and it's going to lead up to that episode. Scenes and stuff that we're going to talk about at the end. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I uh, but like the way he contains that. that spell is the way that Supreme Strange gets contained in that and episode of What If. And that's what I noticed was when he did it's like, oh, 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 sh- oh, shit. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Um, but then I, like, I honestly thought Strange was going to get trapped in that at the end of the movie. I was, I was surprised. Yeah. I was like, when I saw that, I was like, he's going to get sucked into that. Like something's going to happen. Yeah. I was shocked that did not happen. To be fair. Yeah. But yeah, no, uh, the whole thing with Wong becoming the Supreme, uh, Sorcerer Supreme though. You were going for five years. <laughs> He got it off a technicality. Honestly, I don't think Stephen Strange should be the Sorcerer Supreme. I still think he's too arrogant. Yeah, no, totally. But I think that's the part of it is that uh, he's the guy who will do whatever needs to be done. Um, And he knows he's right. He knows that whatever call he makes, it's going to be the right one. Um. Which and you see him struggling with that in this movie, which is really awesome, because um, it's not just Peter Parker that goes through a, a, a huge uh, emotional arc. Mm-hmm. Stephen Strange has an emotional arc too. You see him go from trying to be buddy buddy with Peter to the you know oh, parental figure like no you you fuck this up you call me sir now mm-hmm. to. You Please, could we do you this? Gotta, you got to go catch yeah. these guys. It's your job now to go. Well, and catch then, these guys like, through. well, and then we'll talk about this more at the end. But like seeing how he reacted when Peter makes that last choice, and the, and the, um, the choice of words that Strange uses, he says to Peter, "We, we will forget who you." Yeah, are. yeah, and then just I, I'm glad they didn't put the line in, but I was thinking they were going to do something cheesy when Peter says, "See you around." I thought they were going to have Strange be like, "No, you won't." <laughs> I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. But I mean, you see it in his eyes. You see the pain <laughs> in his eyes when he's casting that spell. See, see you around. All right. That'll be creepy. <laughs> <laughs> but here's, and this is another question is so they've forgotten that Peter Park, who Peter Parker is, mm-hmm. but do the Avengers still know that Spider Man is in existence? They still know who Spider Man is. They didn't is, yeah. like wipe out that whole thing. Okay. Yeah, no, because they talk about Spider Man all like at the end. You hear everybody talking about Spider Man, yeah. Spider Man, this, Spider Man, that. Yeah, your friendly. It's just Spider-Man. nobody knows who Peter Parker is. Peter Parker doesn't exist anymore. So, um, yeah, 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 we have our villain show up. What do you guys think? Like, who was your favorite that you saw come back? So we had Doc Ock, um, played by Alfred Molina. We had um, Green Goblin, played by Willem Dafoe. Um, we had Sandman. And I don't remember the actor who plays him. I feel really bad about that. We had Jamie Foxx back as Electro. We had the Lizard dude. Um, I can't. It's Reese Efans, I think, is his name. Is that all five of them? Venom. Um, somebody. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. Well, Venom. Venom was there what? for like two oh, yeah. seconds. That was funny though. That was uh, not Toe for Grace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad they didn't bring him in. Oh man. Oh, I, want a, I want a movie where he fights Tom Hardy. That would be amazing. Not the characters. I, I just, <laughs> just, you just want Topher Grace. Grace and Tom Hardy to fight. <laughs> so I really let's do loved, it. Let's let's throw it out on Twitter. And, and I did really love that Peter like wanted to save everybody. Oh yeah. But like you just knew Green Goblin was gonna fuck shit up. Like. And this is the thing. Like you forget how amazing. Well, I don't. Oh, I think it's hard to forget how amazing Willem Dafoe is. Oh, and Alfred Molina too. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
But I mean, like Willem Dafoe, like switching on and off like that, like goblin, going man. from Goblin to Norman, and you're just like, holy shit, fuck? this guy's amazing. Um, and of course, but no, have... like I loved. I would, I would say my favorite. Going back to your question about who the favorite was, uh, I was. I would say my favorite was uh, probably Jamie Fox. Yeah. Um, just because I feel like he got a bad rap in was, his and what was he in these Spider Man one or two? Two. Two. I think he got a bad rap. Like that whole movie was rushed just to make sure that they wouldn't lose the rights. Mm-hmm. Um, New Goblin didn't show up. I didn't see James Franco either. No, no. No, nobody's gonna see him for a while. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I would say Jamie Foxx is my favorite just because he got to do something with that character that he should have been able to do in the second. In another one, yeah, absolutely. See, and I love Doc Ock. Alfred Molina for me oh, yeah. is just my favorite. Yeah. You know, well, that whole sequence with Alfred Molina was just hilarious and amazing. And, and he's like, you're not Peter Parker. And he steals the nanites. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, shit, that's what that was. Yeah. He stole the nanites. <laughs> well, and then, like, how Peter takes control of it. And he's like, what the, what the hell are you like, doing? He's like, I know, I was totally expecting you to stop hitting yourself. Stop <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and then, like, it's just so funny because, like, you see all these theories that, like, TikTokers and stuff were making that, like, you're like, because when people were making these theories, like, no, nah, that's dumb, but I like it. I like where you're, I like where you're thinking, but it's dumb. Like people are like, <laughs> oh well, Tom Holland's gonna do this, this. Like I seriously thought because of the suit that Tom Holland's wearing, it's very similar to one of the suits that Tobey Maguire was wearing in Spider-Man Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, oh, are they gonna have him like show up in totally... Doc Ock's universe? Like, is this gonna yeah. be like they both kind of like into the fight or something? Well, I thought it was gonna be like a reverse into the Spider Verse where Tom Holland went into every universe and like had to had to fix something in that universe to move on to the next one until he got back home. That would have been cool. Too. That sounds like a point um, and click game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, Doc Ock's scene was just amazing. Oh yeah. They were all great. Like all of the villains, I'm I'm glad they all got their moment and they all got their kind of moment of redemption. Well, and the funny thing is, like, you sit there and you look at the runtime and you're like, oh, why is this almost three hours long? And then you see how it, many people are went, in it and you're like, oh, yeah, it needs it to be. it went by so fast. Yeah, like, it did. Yeah. Um, We did get another hallway fight scene, which I felt was, you know, poetic considering we had Charlie Cox in it. <laughs> bringing yeah. in that hallway scene. So, you know, hallway scenes are canon now, guys. Hallway fights. <laughs> yeah. Um, that fight was brutal. Holy shit. When Green Goblin goes all cuckoo and yeah were they all in on that after he because he did he fixed doc ock well so he fixed doc ock and then um electro did his whole like i liked you better before Mm -hmm. little spiel and i think he was trying to fry the circuit but i think that whatever i think that tony's tech made it so it would be yeah because he's been dealing with thor so, yeah. yeah, that's something he's thought of. Yeah. So I think that when Electro shocked him, like all it did was kind of just hurt Piss him. him off. Yeah. Um, because I mean, you see that he, um, when Electro, or when he comes back and he, you think he's going to fight alongside the bad guys, mm-hmm. and you're like, uh oh, 
Doc Ock's been in this now, and then all of a sudden he just like, nah, like, you know, you because sh- like, you shocked me, you son of a bitch. Yep. So I'm gonna take this from you. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, no, I. Uh, I th- I think that Electro Sandman wasn't in on that. I think Sandman just wanted to go home. Gotcha. He wanted. Uh, <laughs> he wanted to go home to his daughter. Yeah. Well, and like I think that's why he left. That's why he bugged out like right as soon as the fighting started. He's like, I don't yeah. want to be part of this. I'm not yeah. hurt. I'm not here to hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, JJ Jameson pulls up with the fucking SWAT team and just makes it all ten times worse. Which course, and I think I think this is something to think about though too. It's not the F- it's not the FBI that's coming after him or the CIA. It damage it's damage control. control. I, it's yeah. the group the that Tony the started. Mm-hmm. I was the only one in the theater who like got excited when I saw damage control come into the I was like yeah. okay I'm okay oh just me <laughs> well I'm like this is the funny thing because guys come on if you think about it it was like Tony started damage damage control mm-hmm. but because Happy was head of security at the time Happy was actually the head of damage control for a while oh Jesus so damage control is taking out their like trying to go for their former boss and like all this other stuff yeah. um but yeah, no, I thought it was really interesting that they had damage control be the people to come get them. Because, mm-hmm. you know, with WandaVision, stuff like that, you're thinking maybe Jimmy Woo comes back. Maybe, oh, I wish. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's how you, like, tie these together, tie WandaVision to this. Um, and maybe because of Electro and stuff like that, you know, you had an opportunity to bring, um, uh, what's her name, Kat Dennings character? Darcy. Darcy. Yeah. You had an opportunity to bring her back in because of her work with Thor and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like she'd be a good person to work with. Um, so I think there were some missed opportunities here, but I'm not like gonna cherry pick those because it was still an amazing movie. I think that the person who wrote the review that made it go from 99% to or 100% to 98%, yeah, that person needs to lose their credentials as a film critic. <laughs> yeah, he gave it because like, and a human being. Yeah, he, he, he <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Well, so like honestly, there's this is what I when I read that review, this is what I took from it. I don't like fun, and <laughs> I just want to sound smarter than I am. He I'm a smarmy sack of crap. Who agrees with what's his name with Scorsese and? The other guy that's like bitching about Marvel movies all the time, you know, or like Jason Statham. No, not Jason Statham. He's a director. I can't remember his name right now. Uh, hoity-toity director. He did like um, Prometheus and Oh Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. Yeah. So I think he likes those movies. Well, I'm like, this is the thing. You could like the like. There's people who like those movies who mm-hmm. gave uh, give it a fair shot. No Way Home a great review mm-hmm. the thing is is like when i read that because what was his his review something like oh this movie they had the opportunity to like make new fans fall in love with this with these other franchises and make them go search out the movie it's like that's not their job their job yeah. isn't to make you go search out those movies yeah. their job is to make a really good movie right now. with these characters yeah and that's what they're focusing on they're not focusing on oh how are we going to get people to like Toby Maguire's movies or Andrew Garfield's movies, 
those are done. Like you can't but, make people like those but anymore. But now I want to go back like and watch them again, though. Like I have a new phone. No I way to go back and watch these. Yeah, knowing that this Spider-Man gives them their own arc, albeit a smaller one in comparison, but they get an arc, which I thought was so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So before we get into them arriving, let's talk about how did you guys feel about Aunt May getting the Uncle Ben moment? Because oh. Aunt May, unfortunately, so is killed by I, Goblin. I was slightly confused by it to begin with because in uh, Far From Home, or no, in Civil War, when Tony goes to talk to Peter, he talks about, he talks about Uncle Ben, but he mm-hmm. doesn't mention Uncle Ben because of Sony's agreement with Marvel. They couldn't mention mm-hmm. Uncle Ben, all that stuff. Um, they couldn't use the great power, mm-hmm. great responsibility line. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, you got a feeling like that's where he heard that similar quote was from Uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, but when people said when they said Uncle Ben's name, like it looked like maybe May wasn't married to a Ben mm-hmm. in the MCU. Maybe she wasn't even. Maybe she was never even married. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it goes maybe, to that leading up of that. The, you know, the first movie was not his origin movie. Like the, all of all of these films put together, yeah, was Spider Man's origin, and that. That pinnacle moment when she says, with great power comes great responsibility, is really the starting point of when he realizes Spider-Man has got to be something separate from yeah. me as Peter Parker. Um, and it's one of those things where you you were hoping that they would just do a flashback of an Uncle Ben mm-hmm. rather than I'm glad they killing off though. May. I think this lended like a whole new emotional... Yeah, because we had how many we, movies we to get to so know her? We had so many movies with her, and like I felt so much more connected to her as a character, and it was more impactful to me yeah. rather than seeing Uncle Ben die in the first movie. I don't know. Uncle Ben dying in the first movie messed me up. Big time yeah. messed me up. Because old man Uncle Ben dying like in the middle of the street, oh my god. Yeah, that's pretty sad. Jesus. I, mean, not, I was already a veteran when that came out. <laughs> oh man. Anyway. So Peter goes, uh, he's off hiding because everybody's after him. Happy gets arrested by damage control. Um, his friends are looking for him. They have no idea where he is. But we forgot to mention this. Peter and Doctor Strange get into a big fight earlier in the, oh, yeah. in the movie. And Doctor Strange gets trapped in the mirror dimension. Because you know what's cool the magic? Math. Math. <laughs> Which, uh, so... There is a sequence, and I'm going to go back to watch the movie again because I want to see if this happens. Uh, when you hear, uh, is it Deck the Halls? And there's yeah. a Christmas tree. Yeah. And you I want to see if there's think, Hawkeye there. Well, I think it's the same song, like the same exact version of the song that, that Clint and uh, Kate are listening to when they're doing their Christmas celebration. When they're doing their ugly sweaters mm-hmm. and Christmas movies. And the coin and... Yeah, I think it's the same one. So I think they, in the mirror dimension, they go through uh, Clint's apartment. And wow. we're going to like, that. Uh, I, like, I saw that and I was like, wait a minute. Did I see that right? Or is my brain playing with me? <laughs> I'd like to see, I, I want to see it again just to see now. But and I, I would have to watch like Hawkeye like while I'm watching the movie, mm-hmm. and I don't want to get kicked out of the theater. For but um, Ned ends up with the sling ring. Oh my god! He pulls it off his hand. Or wait, does he pull it off the hand or does no? Peter, Peter pulls, pulls it off his hand and, and gives it mirror to dimension. Ned. Yeah, and gives yeah. it to Ned when he gets back because but... Peter f- flings it off with the web, and mm-hmm. Stephen looks at him and is like, "Ow." Mm-hmm. 
But uh, Ned apparently uh, has a little bit of sorcerer magic in him, and he is able to open portals without any training at all, which I found really interesting. Um, yeah, but well, his he, grandma always said that they were magic. Yeah, he did. They did. He's so. got that Ned tingle. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, MJ and Ned are at his grandmother's house, and they're like, well, we got to find Peter. Just think of Peter, and Ned starts opening portals. And we see we see a figure. Spider-Man in the distance. Spider-Man in the distance, and they're like, Peter, Peter, come on. And the guy's like, okay, and he comes over. The, the entire crowd in, in the, you know, we all knew. Yeah. We all knew this was the moment. But as soon as you saw that here. logo. Yeah, <laughs> it was. And the, the, the mask comes off. And of course, it is Andrew Garfield. And the banter in these scenes between them. <laughs> and I'm like, you're not Peter. <laughs> and, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, just, and I can't even remember like everything that was said because I was just so enthralled. And what I was loved the, and I was so uh, excited. Hanging off the ceiling. No, this Colin isn't Altors. enough for you. Please stop throwing bread at me. <laughs> <laughs> Can you go get that spider web in the corner? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So of course they're they're like, okay, well you're not our Peter. We got to find our Peter. So they try again, and of course it's Toby Maguire as Youth Pastor Spider Man. Youth Pastor Peter. You know what I was hoping for though. So I was hoping they wouldn't stop there. I was hoping they'd open another portal, and Spider Man, Peter B. Parker. Peter B. So the guy who plays Nick in New Girl, who voices Peter B. Parker, <laughs> oh shows up with his gut his hanging over coat. his sweats. Oh uh, Nick, Nick Cage shows up dressed as Spider Noir. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would yeah. be that would have been good. I would, I would you have like nine Spider Men in there. I was I really wanted Miles. It's like Miles. in Kenny Schmidt, Spider Man Two. Too many Spider Men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so of course. But, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, but that's the thing that Jay and I were talking about is how uh, they kept referencing Miles. They did. Like, yeah. you know, you got a few uh, like pokes like, hey, when's the black Spider-Man I'm coming, coming. in? Yeah. <laughs> I always hope one of you guys will be black. And everybody's like, Miles! <laughs> I love how uh, Andrew Garfield just looks at him and he's like, I just wish you were black. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> he like apologizes for not being black. I thought it was Classic hilarious white when um, they asked Toby where his suit was, and he's like, and, he's, uh-huh. and they're like, okay, cool. But um, they go, they they talk to the to Ned and MJ, and they find out like, you know, where does he go when he needs to think and be alone? And so one of them had the Chrysler Building, one of them had the Empire State Building, and then of course Peter has the roof of the school. So they all go and find him, and of course Peter is suddenly introduced. Hey, that's it. The school, school of science. Peter's introduced to our two other Spider-Mans, and a beautiful blossoming friendship comes into being. Well, not at first, though. Not, that's true. Not at first. Because Peter, you know, MCU Peter's like, "Hey, fuck you guys. I'm not mm-hmm. cleaning up your mess anymore. Like, my aunt May died because of your assholes. Because you couldn't mm-hmm. contain them." Um. But I think <laughs> too bad we can't call this one contain your assholes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish. Um but like them. I think like that's the thing though, is like he you know, you could see that he was done like yeah. at that moment yeah. he wanted to throw everything that May taught him out the window. Yep. He just wanted and to He just wanted revenge. Mm-hmm. And he wanted everybody dead. 
he wanted everybody dead and out of the way and just move on. And honestly, I thought we would get another, uh, was it Spider-Man 3 when Tobey Maguire throws his costume in the trash? That was the second one when he had his existential crisis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But I thought, I seriously thought we were going to get that moment where uh, Spider-Man no more. Yeah, maybe MJ didn't still didn't let him push the button he's like you know what fuck you guys then and he would just leave and then throw his suit in the trash and be like i'm done and then they'd have to try to like get him to come back um but i think that storyline would have been too similar yeah. to into the spider-verse yeah. Oh, yeah um and miles his story arc in into the spider-verse after uh aaron dies after prowler dies in there mm-hmm. um but uh just seeing like you know, everybody like would give. I think everybody gave Tom Holland's Spider Man crap because they didn't think that that kid had emotional range when it came to acting. Absolute but bullshit. Just that one scene mm-hmm. with all three of them on the roof. Well, the scene with and... him and May, and then like when he's saying May, don't you know? He's like, "What are you doing, May?" Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Well, and then even like just seeing like his eyes, like so. This is what I loved about the movie there too. Uh, They were really specific with their makeup. Like their makeup point was their makeup game was on point this movie Mm -hmm. because uh, Goblin pretty much was choking out Peter in the like he was gonna murder him by suffocating him. Mm -hmm. And when you first see Peter on the roof. His eyes, I watch a lot of Law and Order, so I know, you know. He's got the, the stuff in his eyes. It looks like somebody's actually been choking. Yeah, him. yeah. And yes, you can see it healing. Too. Yeah, and you can see it healing, but everything was healing except around the eyes. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I was like, man, they really, like, they were on point with this. They wanted to show that Peter was hurt. He was hurting bad, mm-hmm. uh, both physically and emotionally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think, like, I don't think there's a way that you could have uh, the MCU Peter evolve other than this movie. Um, because in the other movies, Uncle Ben died, but he still had May. Yeah. He still had May to, you know, kind of be his moral compass. But now Ben and May are dead in, in uh, well, the and MCU. Some, something I've said about mcu about tom holland peter peter um is that he is continuously continuously making what almost feels like the same mistakes over and over like he he just keeps trusting people too much or or, you know just keeps making the wrong decisions right and i think this is like this was the turning point where he realizes i gotta stop doing stupid shit just because i'm peter parker and i gotta i gotta make the decisions based on spider-man what i need to do with spider-man um so of course they all decide they're going to go save the villains and they start to go into the school science lab and they start doing their science stuff and they have a great conversation about uh, Tobey Maguire's pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> like his of, organic webs. His organic webs. Did that come out of any other places? <laughs> <laughs> we all... to get web lock. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, they have, uh, they have great conversations. <laughs> they talk about they talk about um, Harry and, of course, Harry turning evil and, and having to be killed. And it's like, I promise, Peter, I'm never going to turn evil. And try to kill I him. love how Andrew Garfield just like puts his hand on Ned's back. Like, 
Good job, buddy. We believe <laughs> in you. Yep. Um, but no, and I think like that's, but I think the thing that we kind of skipped over a little bit is uh, when they're on the roof and, you know, they're trying to tell Peter, hey, we've been there. And he's like, don't tell me you, you don't know how this feels. And then they kind of do. And it's they're like, I lost, it's Gwen. very I lost similar Michael to, ben, I lost my Gwen. yeah, and it's very similar to uh, Into the Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. Oh no. It's how everybody like tells their origin, like Uncle Ben, Uncle Ben, oh, yeah. best yeah. friend. Um, but this one, you kind of feel a little different because where Into the Spider Verse, you kind of see a little bit of it like just a quick glimpse of them losing people or their losses mm-hmm. the in these ones we've seen their losses mm-hmm. like we were in the theaters for those losses and you know uh being a kid in 2001 when spider-man came out um you felt yeah. that oh, loss yeah. for uncle ben um i was 21 james i wasn't a kid anymore I was the creepy uncle drinking at the back of your birthday party, buddy. (laughs) I was a freshman in high school. (laughs) Still. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I was 21. (laughs) But but yeah, no, but I mean, like, but that's the thing, though, is, you know, we all experienced those losses in the theater. We all remember those losses. Um. And we all remember what those did to us when we were in the theater. We all remember tearing up when you saw Uncle Ben, old Uncle Ben, take his final breath. Even Martin Sheen Uncle Ben, when he took mm-hmm. his final breath. Like, you remember what you felt like. Yeah. And, you know, it it brings back some emotions for you as an audience member. Yeah, watching yeah. it again. Yeah, and then seeing their reactions to it and being like, Especially you know. Especially Andrew Garfield's, like. Yeah. Um, like his was still raw like Toby Toby's Peter like seemed to have healed a little bit from it well and I think you know you're looking at Toby's Peter Toby's Peter is probably uh, so I think the way they're doing that is he was 20 years older yeah yeah that's you know, what felt he, like. he's our yeah, age he's our age now <laughs> well and Andrew Garfield's Peter it was more like they were making him like he was you know he just lost Gwen maybe six months months prior like not too long before Mm -hmm. uh getting sucked into the MCU um so it's you know it's one of those things where it's like you know Peter's had a uh Tobey Maguire's Peter's had a chance to uh kind of deal with it he has MJ still Mm -hmm. because he says he has MJ uh, which that leads to a funny thing because Andrew Garfield kind of looks over at uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what is Michelle? Michelle. Mm-hmm. He looks over at Michelle like, and he's like, "No, no, 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 different MJ. It gets mm-hmm. it gets weird here." Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you see, you see that Andrew Garfield Peter doesn't have anybody. Like he's not talking to anybody about his loss. Mm-hmm. He's just being a really angsty spider-man which uh i do want to see i do want sony to make another andrew garfield spider-man movie i need a third one i want to see the resolution i want to see him meeting his mary jane or his but i don't even want that you want to see the mechanical rhino no no (laughs) well so i want well i'm I'm assuming that's who the villain would be if they did another one since they had set that up 
but what I want to see is I want to see what was leading up to him getting taken. So I want to cool. see that Batman like Spider-Man just almost going too far. Mm-hmm. Um, and just seeing how it breaks him down. Because I think that No Way Home is his redemption story. It's Absolutely. not even finding it's not even finding Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and they've beaten DC to it by several months because that's what the Flash is doing is dabbling in alternate universes. Mm-hmm. Alternate yeah. cinematic yeah. universes. Yeah. But like <laughs> I, I think like that's the main thing is like, you know, to have I think uh one of I think it would be the highest rated Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie would be having something that took place in between two and the events that happen in No Way Home. Um, just because then you get more closure into his Spider-Man story with No Way Home. Um, but that's what I would do if I was a studio exec, but I'm not. So. Come on, Kevin Feige. Hey, James, he's got, he's got good ideas. Well, it wouldn't even be Kevin Feige doing it, though. It'd be, um, this would just be a straight-up Sony movie. Yeah. That would work. That would work. Uh, But yeah. But then we get into the big ending battle. They're they're all ready to go. They, of course, go to the new and improved Statue of Liberty, which has got a wonderful... Which has Captain America's shield. Captain America's shield. Which is weird, but okay. Uh, And, of course, it gets completely wrecked. Apparently, there is an... uh, There is an... uh, um a scene that was cut out or it's maybe it's in the head in the headline somebody had said that it says why does spider-man hate monuments because well and uh jay jones jameson does say really loudly when peter tells him where he's going oh yeah he's he, like, he yells he's like spider-man hates monuments mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. Um, but they go to they go to the Statue of Liberty. They get everything set up. There's some great, just like fun little conversation that they're having there. Um, and I I can't remember it all. Like that's the things I need to see this movie again just to remember everything. Um, that's where they talk about like the web blockage. The, the web blockage. Uh, talk, what else? They, they talk about other stuff though. They, they talk about. Um... Well, I think that's the main thing before everybody shows up. Yeah, and then everybody shows uh, and up then... the starts. And then mid fight is when they're like, "Hey, we're really bad at this." Yeah, like, they, they're like, and Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, like, before. yeah. And then my favorite—that's one of my favorite things too—is when Tom Holland's like, "I have. I don't mean to brag, but I worked with the Avengers. Oh, that's really cool. Who, Who are the Avengers? Were you in a band? <laughs> Which is a throwback to you know Bruce saying, like, we broke up." Like a band? Like the Beatles? Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but that was just super funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, well, then the part of their conversation, too, was who's Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you're one. I'm one. You're two. You're three. <laughs> and I love how Andrew Garfield just like, okay, yeah, I'm three. Of course I'm three. He is like, he is like the middle child to a T. Mm-hmm. He's the middle Spider-Man and he has that middle child energy. He does. Like, he totally does. Ugh, I'm just fine, whatever. I'm just I suck. No, buddy, you're amazing. But, oh my God. Oh you're my amazing. Where <laughs> he talks about, I fought a guy in a metal rhino suit. No, don't talk so to yourself, buddy. You're amazing. No, you're amazing. 
Oh. <laughs> Too good. So many good one-liners in this movie. Well, and then that's when they, when the before the fight, that's when they're talking about like who they fought. Mm-hmm. And oh, uh, sorry, but one like in the, in very early on, you get a uh, um, Osborne, and he's like, you know, I'm something of a scientist myself. Just totally turning into that meme. Yep. I thought that was great. I thought that was oh, so so great. Also, we forgot that they did the they did the pointing thing in the labs. They were all in the lab. They were oh all, yeah. They I was like, oh, they did it. They did it. They did it. Oh, a lot of, you know, it felt like fan service, but a lot of, like it was good fan service. Like it was fan service. We all wanted. <laughs> we all wanted the Spider Man pointing at each other, and it happened. Well, and they did it in a way that's not going to be like super dated in mm-hmm. 10 years because the the line is a throwback to the movie from 20 years ago yeah. and the pointing thing is just a funny scene the yeah. meme makes it better but it's mm-hmm. still a funny scene yeah oh man so good um anyway they have their big fight they end up working together and they end up almost they kill almost everybody towards the end uh but there is a one important point we need to talk about is when MJ gets knocked off the scaffolding. Oh, yeah. And of course, our Peter, Tom Holland, Peter jumps off to save her, and Green Goblin basically hits him like a bowling ball and knocks him away. Yeah. Of course, who's the one to see what happens? Andrew Garfield, of course, because she's falling just like Wayne Stacy fell. We all saw this in the trailer, and I think we all kind of knew, I think we all kind of knew what was going to happen. And of course, Andrew Garfield's Peter uh, Peter goes after her and uh, redeems himself and basically saves her. And the moment, like you can see in his eyes, like when he sees her fall and when he sees Green Goblin knock the other Peter out of the way, mm-hmm. like you can just see like PTSD all over yeah. his face. Right? Oh yeah, like he's just like he knows what's going to happen. And of course, he goes after her. He ends up saving her. And that scene where he he takes his mask off and he's like, "Are you okay?" And she's like yeah and he's like getting like you can see in his face he's still like experiencing yeah and that's why i'm saying trauma. like this had to happen shortly after, after. Died. Yeah. yeah and and she's like yeah are you okay and he just gets emotional like super emotional so he got to save somebody in the way that he lost somebody mm-hmm. that, that's well, and, how, like i cried i cried at that part yeah, oh, yeah. like yeah i was like oh Lord. i felt so bad buddy well and i think that's the thing too is because like you know i am not the biggest fan of his version of Mm spider-man and it all stems from one thing and i've talked about this so many times it's when he reveals that he's spider-man to gwen stacy and he's all rubbing his body and he's like sometimes i just feel like and he bites his lip and says (laughs) i hate you andrew garfield (laughs) but this movie like just the little bit that he was in this movie, I wouldn't say has redeemed those Spider-Man movies for me, <laughs> but it's redeemed who he is as Spider-Man. It redeemed his Peter Parker because, you know, I think Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker in his first two movies, re- especially the first one, he really doesn't suffer the loss like uh, Tobey Maguire's does. Mm-hmm. Um, because you see in Spider-Man 1, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 1, you see that how much Uncle Ben's death affects him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and in The Amazing Spider-Man, 
he kind of just moves on. Like he, <laughs> like he falls in love with Gwen Stacy, and he's just like, "Oh, this is this is my new person." Like I didn't need Uncle Ben. Yeah. Um, and then you know his don't his parents come back in the second one? They were threatening, not threatening, but there was that hope. Yeah. The yeah. filmmakers were threatening was, for Peter. It's hope. Yeah. Yeah. But like even then, like his biggest loss was in the second movie. And you didn't get to see him deal with that in the third movie because everybody hated the second movie. (laughs) Yeah. But I I really, I feel like seeing, I feel like he as an actor got to redeem himself, you know, for being in a movie that was generally panned. He really got a shine and just put, Send us some life back into the Spider-Man that he portrayed. Look, until now, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man was Marvel's Green Lantern. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. Not, not, not Eric Bana Hulk? No. No. Because they haven't tied that to okay. the MCU. Edward Norton's Hulk was the one that's tied to the MCU. Okay, fair enough. But the multiverse uh, exists now. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Bana's Hulk is not part of the multiverse. First, the next men three. Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll and you know one. how much I hate the X Men movies. I know. Uh, <laughs> you know, I still haven't seen Fan Forstick. <laughs> I haven't seen it either. Well, you keep up bringing movies, but anyway. I paid to watch and I hate myself for it. (laughs) Anyway, everybody's everybody's cured. They're all good. They all go back to normal except for Green Goblin. He's the last one left. And Peter ends up on the uh, the flipped upside down, you know, Captain America's shield with him and is just beating the Tom Holland's Peter. Tom Holland's Peter is just (laughs) beating the ever living shit. Like you have never like this is the pissed off Peter. This was like, this was what Iron Man was trying to accomplish at the end with, of Civil War with Captain. That's honestly what I was thinking of. Yeah, like I was like, this is like Iron Man's pissed like, off. You killed this is you killed my dad energy. He's not pulling punches. No, he's not. Not even you killed my dad. It's you killed my mom energy. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Both of was, them. Oof, oof, and thank and uh, for you know, Toby Maguire Peter steps in. Toby Peter. Toby Peter steps in and grabs he's about to like bring green goblins thing down on him the little hoverboard just like cap was going to do or iron man was going to do with cap and toby mcguire steps in and stops him and says you know don't do this you know you don't you're trying to stop him from going dark because both of the other ones have gone they've done their dark sides right um and then of course gets stabbed in the back by green goblin which i'm like freaking out because i'm like they're gonna kill him no, I've been stabbed before. I'm fine. Okay. Um, and then they flip the po- they flip the serum, and you know Norman gets sca- stabbed in the neck and is no longer Norman Osborn. And I think, like for me, like that was like his best transition when he like because you see the goblin just like exit out of him, and him just look mm-hmm. at, and he like knowing that he's recognizing Tom Holland as Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. And he just looks and is like, Peter, what did I do? Mm-hmm. And you're just like, he doesn't even know that he killed May. And he doesn't even know, like, does this Norman know that Harry's dead? Ugh. No. 
because and that's, that's the thing. A whole so, so other... this is the thing. This is the thing that Jay oh. and I were talking about on our way home. So, in in the reality, so uh, Toby Maguire's Peter is coming from the future uh, in his universe, twenty years after the fact. Uh, but Norman is coming from. I'm assuming right before he gets yeah. in that final. He's coming fight from twenty Peter. years previous. Yeah. So this is the thing that Jay, Jay and I were talking about is, does that create one of those rifts that you see in Loki? One of the variants. Um, because now when Norman goes back, Norman's healed. Norman doesn't die. Uh, Tobey Maguire's Peter doesn't take Norman's dead uh, body to Harry. the Osborne mansion. Mm-hmm. Harry never gets upset at Spider-Man. So when Norman goes back, everything's normal okay they There's would no be, need for spider-man then they, they would be ridiculous in my opinion to a not or to not at least do a comic based on that theory alone mm. yeah because that's that's a huge like what if yeah well there's Very a season two episode of what if there you go there you go yeah. there you go there's another one i'll write it right now hey james <laughs> um what now remind me because i'm still caught up in just remembering the, the three peters um Three Peters. That could be the name. The three, the three Peter Tingles. Three, the three Peter Tingles. Um, <laughs> what? Ha- what ha- I, you see the multiverse start to break open. What triggered that? I don't remember. It was the spell breaking. The spell broke in, in the. So right, the Goblin threw one of his pumpkin bombs in and it the. Ended, and it ended up in this box. box. That's right. Yeah. And so. That and the, the box blew up. Spell was open. Um, Did you guys recognize any of those villains that we saw those shows? Oh, there was a oh, big yeah. venom scorpion, rhino, Craven. Craven was there. Yeah, Craven um, was there. Black Cat was there. Um, Which the funny thing is, like, you think about it, and you're like, Peter was really bad at hiding his identity. If that many people knew, knew that Peter was. Parker was Spider-Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like, you also got to remember, this is all of the universes. Yeah, so Peter's yeah. been shit in all the universes. <laughs> if all the villains that he's fought in all the movies knew he was spider-man and then uh and then uh what's his name and then like craven and all them from whatever universes they're coming from knew that peter parker is spider-man peter parker is shit at concealing his identity well if you if you want to get technical that would be all of us we all know that peter parker is Mm spider-man we almost got sucked into his glory hole Ooh, I would love to. I mean, <laughs> maybe that's the name of the episode. Sucked into a glory hole. That probably get. I might get a sting. Oh, um, oh. but I think. Uh, yeah, no, I think that was the interesting thing, though. Is like, there were so many. Like, I was hoping that you'd see some of them still come through. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't make it. In, he didn't close it in time. And so they. So they but they would forget that Peter Parker was Spider-Man, but they would know that they still were they a Spider-Man still make foe. Spider-Man. Oh man, God, it's like that. But who's to say some of them didn't get through? Yeah. We well, don't maybe know if they did or not. Maybe that Craven the Hunter movie is going to be tied to the MCU. True. Um, which also leads to another interesting question: Do you think we saw that break in the multiverse at the same time that we see yeah. Wanda becoming Scarlet Witch and Loki? Or Sylvie stabbing King. Yeah. I think, well, so I think that the break happened. It's a Nexus event. Mm-hmm. It's a Nexus event. 
I think the break happened before she stabbed him. Well, it started breaking um, off, right? Yeah. And then because, the stab like, happened and it started more. Yeah, I think a lot of it happens when... Because King says we we just passed the threshold, and that is yeah. when Wanda becomes Scarlet Witch. Yeah, and I think that's when that spell broke open. Um, because if you remember in Loki, when uh, Loki gets pushed back into the alternate TVA, mm-hmm. and maybe that's how Loki got transferred into the other TVA, was because of Doctor Strange's spell. Um did Loki, but, but Loki did, did Loki know that Peter Parker was Spider? Not probably wouldn't have anything to do with no. that though. Jesus. No, but like just that Doctor Strange is closing all those realities. Mm-hmm. And so maybe of... Loki just got kind of transferred it into, into there because he was maybe as Strange was closing it, Loki was transferring through, and instead of going to his TVA, he went to a different TVA. But when he goes to that TVA, that's when you see all those branches coming yeah. off mm-hmm. um and i think that some of those branches were probably dr strange branches mm-hmm. the one thing that i would have liked to have seen before the end of the movie was i would have liked to see the scene of toby and andrew returning home oh, yeah. and like maybe toby you know going and being with mary jane and maybe you know andrew going to gwen's grave and kind of getting some closure there um, like even if it was just for like 10 seconds just showing brief little snippets before Peter says to Dr. Strange do it you know I want so if there's any artist friends that are listening right now I want to see a piece of art that is Andrew Garfield Spider-Man at Gwen Stacy's grave just saying something like I did it I saved her and then that's it just boom. I just want to see something like that, artist friends. Why does Marvel keep punching us in the feels? Because that's their job. I know. Um, um, anyway, Peter asks, tell Strange, like, do it. Like, the only thing that's going to save this universe is everybody forgetting that Peter Parker, you know, Peter Parker or Spider-Man, just do it. And so... Well, and like, that's, that's the thing, though, is that the spell started off with people forgetting who was Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And now the spell is people forgetting who Peter Parker is. Mm -hmm. So there's a big difference in the spells where, you know, uh, they would still like Doctor Strange and all them would still know who Peter Parker was. Mm -hmm. They just wouldn't know he was Spider-Man. They would still like, so in my mind, when Doctor Strange is telling him about this thing, he's just not going to put two and two together. Like, oh, why do I know Peter and why do I know Spider-Man? But why do I never see them together? Yeah, like, it's, it's just that Peter Parker just basically doesn't exist to them anymore. Yeah, so instead of that, so that first spell would have had Peter still existing to them, mm-hmm. but them not connecting the dots because they're idiots. And the second one is the whole world forgets that Peter Parker is a person. Even though Spider-Man still exists. They yes. know who he is. They just don't know who is underneath the Spider-Man suit. Yes. What did you guys feel about when Peter was going to go in with MJ and then he made the decision he sees the the cut on her forehead and she says it doesn't hurt anymore. And it cuz he was going to introduce himself and he yeah. he decides not to. Finally we see Peter making a decision not because 
he feels like he feels not like what he wants. it's not what he wants like he makes the decision for the greater good of her being safe yeah um, and see like this is this is what kind of frustrates me though it's like he's going like they he his character through that whole movie is being told by his friends that we should be a part of these decisions mm-hmm. and even though they've forgotten him it still should have been part of her decision like he should have still been like hey so here's kind of what happened mm-hmm. uh we all were friends before and we all decided that would they have believed him or would they thought he was just crazy they've they seen the, they've seen the blip is it really that far-fetched yeah that's true that's very very true i didn't even um but yeah, no, so I think it would have been interesting to just play off that, but I think it would have made the movie 30 minutes longer, yeah, at least. Yeah. Uh, so I'm kind of, I'm glad that they didn't go that route. I have, right I have just, I have what, just one question for you. Mm-hmm. Are these your Legos? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That was good. <laughs> um, so Peter gets a new apartment, which strangely looks like Toby's apartment in the first yeah. movie. Um, You'll get your rent when you fix right. the damn door. Yeah. Um, and, then, do. and then, of course, he makes a new suit with May's sewing machine. So he's got May's sewing machine. He he's got a, a Chinese suit. suit. Yep. <laughs> it's all well, Chinese. And, yep. and the thing is, is so Jay and I were talking about this too, is he? it looks like he takes inspiration from Andrew oh, and Toby's yeah. suits. Yeah. Um, which gives you, so far in my opinion, the most comic accurate suit. That's what I thought. I was like, "Oh my god, it's a com- it's it's the comic suit." Besides it being super shiny, he's well, yeah. decided to stop leaning on Stark Tech and be his own hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, and I think well, the fabricator's broken, and all yeah. Stark Tech is a damage control now. Um. But it makes you wonder what the future of the MCU is when it comes to Stark Tech, mm-hmm. because Stark will always Stark Tech will always play a huge role in the MCU. Who ended up with the arc reactor? Uh, Peter. Peter did get it back. Yeah. Okay. Um, Doc Ock gave it back to him so, when he said his uh, the, the power of the sun in your hand. Yeah. Um, now we know we got Riri Williams coming in somewhere because we're getting Ironheart. Yeah. So, and I, the theory that I've seen is that we may also see MJ and Ned because that's going to apparently that series is going to take place at MIT. That's the rumor, at least. I don't know if it's real, but so we Ironheart. See Ironheart. That makes um, sense. There's actually there is an actress in the mixer party. Um, that they think might actually be Riri Williams in the background. So, well, they already cast Riri Williams. They did. So. They did. Um, so that's just something to keep in mind. And then, of course, Peters gets his his fun Spidey swinging through the city, which made me immediately want to come home and play Spider Man <laughs> on my PS4 um, because that's the best part of the game is just swinging around and being silly. Um, and then cut to credits. Yeah. Um, and then we have our mid credit scene would you like to describe what we saw 
Oh, the Venom thing? The Venom thing. So I'm going to tell you, this pissed Jay off so much. Why? <laughs> because he wanted more than two seconds of Venom talking about superheroes with the bartender, with Danny Rojas from mm-hmm. Ted Lasso. Football is life. Um, which I love that Danny Rojas was in it. But it's a very Eddie Brock thing to do, especially the Eddie Brock that they have oh, yeah. in their universe. Uh, always asking questions, all this other stuff. Well, he's, um, Like making sure that he knows everything possible to know before he goes into something. Mm-hmm. But then just to have him, boom, go back to his universe. But, but what's left behind? A little well, jizz of venom. A little itty bitty season symbiote. So this is the question, though. Who's going to play Venom? Well, not only that. Uh, so Jay's thought is that uh, we're going to, like, if we get a Venom movie, MCU Venom, that we're going to get uh, Black Suit Spider-Man with the, like, comic-accurate, like, spider-looking like logo on the front. And then it's going to jump not to an Eddie Brock in this universe, but to Flash Thompson. And you're going to have, because if you think about it, look what Marvel did with Flash's Venom in the animated universe. They made Mm -hmm. him an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., essentially. They made him Agent Venom. And the reason why he became Agent Venom was because he was such a huge Spider-Man fan. And what is Flash in the MCU? He's like mm-hmm. Spider-Man's biggest fan. Mm-hmm. So I could see them going that route and instead of doing Venom movies, doing like an Agent Venom series on Disney, like limited series that, on Disney+. Plus. Cool. But cool. you have to get a movie Mission. with the symbiote on Tom Holland first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll see Tom do one of these. Oh God, please no. Please no. Please no. Maybe we'll see emo tone. Oh God. Oh. Um, but yeah, no. It's so good, guys. Like I can't. Like I, I yeah. Spider Man has always been kind of one of the lesser here. Like I just didn't. I, I've never really cared about Spider Man in terms of stuff. But Tom Holland, for some reason, like I really have loved his Spider Man, and this mm. movie just blew it out of the water for me. Like it yeah. is up there with for me with Infinity, um, Infinity War and Endgame in terms of just. It, it it's a spider-man cinematic masterpiece you know it, yeah it, it was almost perfect in every way in terms of spider-man movie um any final thoughts about that before we go into the end credit scene or end credit um, i should say uh no but i'm gonna have to get going so you guys okay. have fun with that okay but, sweet you have any thoughts good. okay we'll see you later johnny all right take it james easy i'll talk about this one all right bye see ya any final thoughts on spider-man james um well i'm assuming that everybody who's listening has seen it go see it again uh catch all the stuff that's in there because there's so much in there there's so much like we can't even talk about it all yeah i mean like uh even like so morbius was one of the trailers before Mm -hmm. our movie Mm -hmm. and vultures in it like yeah vultures in that uh you have morbius telling some one of the bank robbers that he's venom Mm -hmm um like they're they're doing something like sony and marvel they're doing something pretty much unheard of 
uh, two studios coming together and making this huge cinematic universe around one character, essentially. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for it. You know, I'm not excited for the Morbius movie, but I'm excited to see what they're bringing to it. So, like, for me, Morbius... The Morbius movie is going to be like the Iron Fist of mm. the Sony movies. But and this is the thing too. Um, people were frustrated with Let There Be Carnage. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were frustrated with how Carnage was written and stuff. But what people didn't realize is that Marvel and Sony renegotiated their deal mid-production. Oh. And so they were essentially a- like, here's your chance to introduce Venom to the Thank MCU. You but we don't want carnage right now like mm-hmm. figure something yeah. out because from my understanding let there be carnage was supposed to be two movies and mm-hmm. it was supposed to be a maximum carnage type movie where venom didn't win in this movie mm-hmm. this last movie and he was gonna have to find somebody to work with to beat carnage and i think that was a missed opportunity here like they could have had venom track down spider-man try to fight him and then have eddie tell venom like hey he's not a bad guy mm-hmm. he is a hero yeah uh he's just being painted as a bad guy and we need to help him out and and we can help and maybe he can help us yeah carnage yeah so i think plan. they i think they missed an opportunity there um and then you could have you know had peter develop multiverse travel to help you know in the next doctor strange movie but here's the thing: we know we know we're getting another Fantastic Four movie, like see, so we know, right? Because we know we're gonna get the Fox characters, right? Uh, Aren't we getting a Fantastic Four movie? I thought that was confirmed. They haven't put a date or anything on okay. it. They haven't even done pre-production on a Fantastic Four movie. Okay. Uh, they've showed those the four logo. Mm-hmm. Um. But we don't know anything. I think I think they missed the they missed an opportunity with Fantastic Four. So here's my thought of what they should do with Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, when in Infinity or no in Endgame when they travel back to the army base mm-hmm. to get the Pym particles and the Tesseract, who's studying the Tesseract? Reed Richards. Richards. Reed Richards and Sue Storm, they're studying the Tesseract. They are trapped in the, or not trapped, but they are children of the 60s. And they are working for S.H.I.E.L.D. in the 70s. And they discover residual energy from Tony and Steve jumping back to uh, the present. And they study that until yeah. they develop time travel in the 70s. That'd be cool. And then, but their system goes awry and they end up in the present and mm-hmm. boom, the Fantastic Four are now stuck in our time. But they, it's it's kind of like period piece, but in our time. Uh, that's what they should have done, in my opinion. Uh because I don't think you can do a really good Fantastic Four movie set in the present time. Yeah. Especially after Thanos, after oh, all this yeah. stuff. Because it's like, where were you guys? Yeah, that's true. Like, if you've that's been true. super stretchy and you've been able to be invisible and you've been a fireball and you have 
thing like, like why wasn't yeah why wasn't thing fighting with hulk why weren't they fighting thanos together like they probably could have both taken thanos out if they worked together yeah um it just opens a lot of questions if you bring fantastic four into the present right now um you know and there's a lot of theories that the events of the eternals they're bringing about the the mutants um but honestly like unless they're gonna do an avengers versus x-men storyline sometime in the future i don't really want it like i'm fine with like i don't like the x-men movies for what they are but i think uh logan being what it is and how it ended and deadpool's movies i think it's leave them leave them be leave them doing their thing you don't want to see Uh, deadpool give spider-man shit come on i do but also uh that would be something that would happen like two movies from now because the first time that peter really meets deadpool uh i believe that he's you know old not old man peter but he's like Mm -hmm. mid-20s peter working at oscorp kind of guy gotcha uh or working at the bugle as a photographer like doing his clark kent thing Mm -hmm. uh which i never got because he's supposed to be the super smart kid who just wants to work as a photographer yeah yeah, that's just that's what uh, yeah it doesn't make sense to me but yeah no i think he's gonna be a photographer I think that there's so many variables with where they can go with this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and Especially I just feel like... Multiverse now. Like, the multiverse is just... Yeah. The well, and then, like, you know, we go into the Doctor Strange 2 trailer, mm-hmm. uh, which was your end credit scene. It was just a three-minute like, trailer. Was, was it three minutes? It was a long... Tra- like, it was yeah, a it was a long, long trailer. trailer. Um, but you see what Sh- uh, Shuma Goras... Mm-hmm. Uh, the little Kraken s- eyeball holder. Yeah. Um, but um, you s- but if you listen to what's being said in the beginning of that trailer, like Wong is giving Doctor Strange a serious, like you fucked with the. Uh, the it's mixed. It's it's mixed. It's Wong and Mordo. Is it Mordo too? See, I didn't mm-hmm. hear Mordo in the opening part. I, you know, he's obviously in, in the movie. So one of them, one of the lines was, uh, it was a lot of Mordo's conversations from the first Doctor Strange movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he tells, like, so when Doctor Strange uses the time stone for the, uh, the, for the bargain, yeah. and Mordo's like, you always have a price to pay. Mm-hmm. And, oh, you know, that price is coming up. Like, it's due. <laughs> yeah um but like uh i think that from what i'm from what i remember it's mixed of wong giving strange a good talking to but then you hear mordo's voice in there too mm-hmm. uh, and i think it's just mordo from the past like strange remembering what mordo said like that just, the prices do like they showed us a lot in this trailer but i'm still like i have no idea what's going on like why is strange in these places how did he get there? Like, why does he need Wanda's help exactly? Like, what's going on with the multiverse that is so that he's got to go and fix something? So obviously something that he did with this spell, and then of course Wanda becoming Scarlet Witch and Loki and and all that storyline are all coming together in this because Loki's in Multiverse of Madness too, isn't he? Isn't Tom? Isn't Tom Hiddleston in it? I don't know. I I've so. got everybody so mixed up any, anymore at this point. But like, what what happened between Spider Man and this? 
to make all this weirdness happen in these multiverses. And of course, the very end of this trailer, we see Strange Supreme, who we saw in What If. So if you if you have not watched What If, you need to go back and watch the entire series because there are little pieces everywhere. Yeah. Well, not, like, so this, not only so in the, Spider-Man, but in Hawkeye too. Yeah. So the funny thing is, is that when What If first started, the second episode of What If, I mentioned to one of my coworkers that I'm excited for Supreme Strange to show up in Multiverse of Madness. And they said, no, I don't think this is tied to the MCU. I think this is just them saying, hey, these are alternate storylines that oh, could have no. happened. It is I was like, no, no, no. They're going to show you that it's tied to the MCU. Mm-hmm. And they've done it in both Hawkeye now. Right. Yep. They've, they've had little pieces of ties in both Hawkeye, Spider-Man, and now we've got it, we've seen it in Multiverse of Madness because we see Strange Supreme. Oof. It comes in comes out in May. Why do we have to wait so long? We're five months away. And it was supposed to come out in it was supposed to come March. out March. Yeah, they pushed it like two months. Which makes me think are they going to be doing they it was reshoots, right? They had to do reshoots. I'm wondering if they're adding more people into it. Um, I, I don't think it's so this is what I think I think that you have especially with COVID protocol stuff like that you probably had people who caught COVID while they were filming and so they're not really reshoots it's they have to shoot they had to shoot these scenes because the people were sick James here's my question for you since this is being billed as a Marvel horror movie are we going to see zombies okay Jay's theory he said he saw gray skin where? Uh, in the Doctor Strange trailer. Really? Where? He said he saw a glimpse of gray skin. He said he saw Captain Carter's shield. What? Mm-hmm. What the? F- okay, now I'm going to have to go back and watch it again. Well, and I told him, I was like, well, are you sure you weren't confusing the shield with uh, America Chavez's jacket? And he's like, no, it was a shield. I was like, dang. Mm. So... I don't know. I th- I think that we're getting. I think we could get zombies. I I'm making that prediction now that we will see zombies in multiverse. But the only thing I can think of though, because in the zombies episode, they all pretty much. Well, in the last episode, they all. Uh, they all pretty much die. Yeah, Vision or not Vision, Ultron pretty much kills all of them. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So, does that mean that we're gonna see? Vision Ultron come back? Is that what happened in Multiverse of Madness? Did Vision Ultron get out of the... Because if Supreme Strange isn't fighting Ultron, then where's... Doctor Strange needs Wanda's help. Yeah, because if if you see Supreme Strange and he's not holding that pose with uh, Ultron... All right, no. Who was it? It was who was holding that pose. It was uh, oh, it was Ultron and uh, Killmonger. Was it? Yeah, they were the ones holding the pose, and Supreme Strange was just watching that little mm-hmm. snippet. That's pocket right. universe. Um, but maybe that pocket universe gets lost. Maybe he loses it and that's what he needs to help with mm, he's excited like i am so, like mm, 
like I was excited for like Endgame and Infinity War. Like I was super excited for those. But I, I think I was more hyped for Spider-Man just because we're now like we're really delving into that multiverse and I love the multiverse so much. Like just it's so rich and there's so much you can do and oh it's so good. Just can't wait. I just can't wait for how confused people are gonna be over mm-hmm. the next like three years. Yeah. Oh my god. But anyway, do you want to talk Hawkeye for a few minutes? Uh, I love everything about Hawkeye. Oh, so do I. Um, like, I, I I went and going. Okay, it's a Hawkeye series. It'll be okay. I'll watch it. It it it. One division is still my favorite. I think I like Hawkeye more than I like Loki, and it's only because it seems better paced to me than Loki was. I would say that. In terms of series, mine is Falcon, Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, and then WandaVision, Loki are kind of tied for third. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I think that Falcon, Winter Soldier, for me, like, it's just topped because uh, of how deep they got, they went with it. Mm -hmm. Like, with America will never accept a black man as Captain America. Mm -hmm. And the new suits and I think the whole phase four thing of being comic accurate with the suits mm-hmm. started with Falcon Winter Soldier. 100%. Uh, the only ones that I think aren't going to be comic accurate, of course, are going to be Hawkeye and Kate. Yeah, come, come, no, they're not going to be. I can't wait to see them though. Like, they, I thought we were going to see them in the last episode and we didn't We didn't see it. We saw, we saw Kingpin, which is like, I jumped out of my desk and I hit my knee on this little bar that's right here and I was like, oh, what's up? Which makes you wonder, will Matt Murdock show yes, up in Hawkeye? Absolutely. I have no I will eat I will eat all of my candies on my desk at once. I'll shove them all in my mouth if he is not in it. He's gotta be. Like it makes it makes sense. We saw Kingpin. I knew after we saw Kingpin, I'm like, we're gonna see Matt Murdock. I know, you know, some of it was teased, it was leaked, but we're gonna see Matt Murdock in Spider-Man. If we don't see him in Hawkeye, that is gonna be a lost opportunity. We need to see him. We're getting the Daredevil series anyway, right? So, uh, so it oh like God. I'm pretty the well. So that's the whole thing is like that's why they bought. Uh, that's one of the things reasons why they bought Fox was so they can get more of a controlling stake in Hulu, and any mature content that they were going to make would go on Hulu. Yeah. Um. But it's one of the things that I don't think it's 100% confirmed. Yeah. Or I just haven't seen it say it's 100% confirmed. Um, we know we've got Echo. So Rickman, who is a Marvel leaker, wrote that Marvel's Echo is going to serve as sort of Daredevil season four. Which it would make sense to have him in that series in some capacity. Yeah. But I think you're going to see more Clint in that than uh, Matt. In Echo? Yeah. But she's going to be going after Kingpin. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I think we're going to I think we're going to see more of Daredevil. I, we'll just have to wait and see. We'll just have to wait and see. I want more. I want, I want Tom going after Kingpin. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, Kingpin wasn't even a Daredevil villain until, yeah, 
he started off as Spider-Man villain. Which would also and... make sense to bring Spider-Man into the Echo series too then, in some capacity. Mm-hmm. So are we, like, so we know that Spider-Man ends at Christmas. Are we going to see some aspect of Spider-Man in the finale of Hawkeye? No. You don't think so? I think other than uh, maybe we'll see, does Hawk, does Clint know? Clint knows about Spider-Man, but does he know Peter's Spider-Man? I don't think he ever knew that Peter was Spider-Man. Yeah, because he wasn't around for Endgame. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Or he wasn't around for Infinity War. No, because he got arrested at the end of Civil War. Yeah, and then in Endgame, I don't think he fought closely enough alongside Mm -mm. Peter to see him without his mask. Nope. Until the end. Mm, Funeral. The funeral. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I'm excited to see where they're going, though. It's been... It's been a fun ride with Marvel for the last two years, few years, and and now it's I'm like super excited to see where they're going in the future. I'm just they've got a lot, they've got a lot ready to go, and I can't wait to see what it's what it's gonna be. Oh yeah, it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be oh, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> so excited. Anyway, any last thoughts, words, feelings, predictions? Uh. No. All right. Well, we will wrap this episode up. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us as we talk about Spider-Man and Hawkeye. Um, again, you can find us all over the interwebs. Just, you know, another mom mess for me, nerdy at home dad for James. Um, and then we will probably talk to you <laughs> next time. We're having a hard time getting everybody together because of COVID and mental health, and we're all just like, just bleh. But we're doing our best, and we're going to try and bring you as much content as we can. Um, stay tuned to the website. I am trying to get articles up there frequently talking about stuff, um, but you can always catch us here and uh, hope to talk next time. Got any dad jokes for us, James, to take us out? Um, no, but what I will say, I will say something real quick since it's coming around the holidays. Uh, be nice to people in service industry and retail. You know, we don't have workshops in the back room. Go on. There's this guy. There's this guy on TikTok who makes videos about how retail employees feel, and the one of my favorite ones is though he pretends that somebody's coming up to him and saying that, "Can you check it in the back? Just mm-hmm. believe us the first time. There's it's not, not in the back. Not in the back. Yeah. The computer says it's in the back. The computer also shows smiling employees. You don't see that mm-hmm. at the store. Mm-hmm. We're all tired. We're so all overworked." In the immortal words of Sheena Van Cott, if you're going to be a dick, be a dick with panache. Yeah. Here's some money. Go see a Star Wars.